Welcome to Take Your Health Back Now, how to live healthy in our increasingly unhealthy world with your hosts, Kendra Duquette, Jenny Wise, and Dr. Drew Duquette. Hey, everyone. So Kendra and Jenny back for, uh, it is season three, episode four, and we finally have Dr. Duquette as our <laughs> our guest today. We finally got him to come on, and hopefully he will join us again and frequently. Um, so Dr. Duquette has been practicing functional medicine solely for about 20 years. Um, he retired from being a chiropractor. How many years were you a chiropractor? I graduated in 1980. Woo! Uh, <laughs> but yes, but solely uh, functional medicine for 20 years. So he's definitely an expert in his field. Um, on top of that, he is partly retired right now, and he is working with a few patients a month. Um, just, you know, those really hard cases that uh, just can't find any answers anywhere else. So we're glad for that. Um, also, he is on our staff. A lot of you hear about us talking about uh, the doctor on, you know, our consult doctor for Preventative Health Institute. Um, so here he is, live in person. So Glad to be here. Thank you for, for having me. For those of you that are actually going through the Preventative Health Institute, um, it's a really great value, which lets us apart from other coaching programs because, you know, if you have a tough question or whatever, Jenny and I can't help you. You can always uh, reach out to him. So anyway, so we're glad to have him today. And what we're going to be talking about is autoimmune, autoimmune conditions. Um, we're just getting a conversation about that. Yeah. yeah. Sounds good to me. Yeah. So why don't you explain to us? I mean, that's kind of a catch word. Everybody hears that all the time. So many people have a diagnosed autoimmune condition. So maybe why don't you explain to the audience what exactly... You know, autoimmunity, autoimmunity is. is. Autoimmunity is basically when your body turns against itself. It's, it starts to look at its own proteins as foreign. And when it does this, it's usually due to uh, molecular mimicry from another protein that is already looking for. Like, for example, uh, let's take the most common things that are going on right now, like the shot. Shot bypasses the body's ability to decide whether you want it in the blood or not, which is what the gut does. And it's got a protein that is involved in it. And so the body looks at that whole protein, which it doesn't like, in the, in the blood and says, okay, we're going to tag this as foreign and up for destruction. And so that's what the body's immune system does. But the more this antigen comes in, the more antibodies are created in the blood looking for that specific protein that was just been injected or you've eaten and it's coming into the blood. And so it's always on the look. And every time you get something like this, more and more of those antibodies are looking for more and more protein that looks like that particular protein. Now, the problem is the immune system is not very indiscriminate, and it doesn't have to be exact. It can just look like that protein. So if it has a sequence of uh, several amino acids, say 10 or 12, that are similar to proteins naturally found in the thyroid, your immune system is going to automatically attack the invader and attack your thyroid. Right. It's all about the sequencing of the proteins. I'll give you one good example with diet, because this is how it's related to leaky gut syndrome. Um, take dairy. 
there's a uh, relationship between consumption of dairy products and type 2 diabetes. And that is because uh, it's got to be, this has got to be related to leaky gut. Leaky gut is a porousness in the small bowel which allows contents of the bowel to seep into the blood without being processed by a cell. So the cell is supposed to have the ability to say, you're friend or you're foe, you are food or you are toxin, we want you in, we want you not. But under leaky gut circumstances, vast openings are created between this thin cell wall or cell layer in the gut, allowing for whatever to come through. And that, that could be bacterial products, food products. In this case, let's create, a, let's create a scenario. A person has leaky gut syndrome, and we can get into later on why you develop that. Which is very common. Very common. Yeah. Uh, and they ingest, they, they drink two glasses of milk every single day on the run. And so eventually a lot of that milk in the stomach doesn't get broken down. That uh, milk protein is called casein. Uh, it's a very large uh, protein, similar to that of gluten in, in looks-wise, uh, but it's very large. And so the stomach acid will break it down into peptides or smaller chunks. Now, those smaller chunks are supposed to get into the small bowel and be cleaved up into amino acids, which the body accepts regularly, but not whole proteins. And so... But now we have a patient that's got leaky gut. So they drink milk twice a day, a big tall glass of milk, and some of those peptides naturally seep right between the cells and sneak into the body. The body looks at that and the immune system right there at the gut level says, this is foreign and it shouldn't be here. So it tags it for dismantling, for destruction. And every, every day she's drinking two glasses. So every time the body sees some of those peptides sneaking in there, it sets more and more of these antibodies looking for to destroy this. Unfortunately, the sequence of amino acids that makes up those particular peptides in that casein looks an awful lot like the beta cell proteins found in the pancreas, which is what produce insulin. So drinking, chronically drinking a lot of dairy in the presence of leaky gut and the immune, immunoglobulins get to a point where now they're not just looking for the dairy, they're looking for anything that looks like that. And then they, they go after the, the pancreatic cells and it, it uh, destroys the immune or the uh, insulin producing capability of it. That's the relationship between type 2 diabetes, leaky gut, and the consumption of dairy. Right, right. So that's why all of these autoimmune issues that everyone has can be so hard to find, you know, a label, like conventional medicine wants to give you a label. So now we're just going, it's just autoimmune. And that's their answer. It's because there's so many mm -hmm. steps involved in these processes. And it's not easy to like, just test for that. So it's really smarter to make sure that you are, you have a foundation of health overall, and clear out any gut right. issues, rather than looking for or chasing a label or you know, living with autoimmunity and covering it up with medication. Right. And that's why they say that you can't ever um, turn around autoimmunity. You have that for the rest of your life. You just have to take the medications or whatever it is because they're not addressing the leaky gut. They're not addressing any of that. So your body's constantly on the lookout. The person's still drinking their milk. You know, nothing changes, which is causing it in the first place. Um, but that's how we're able to turn it around. And we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, I did want to mention, though, that you mentioned the shot in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're hearing a lot about the long haul. Is that what they call it? Yeah. The long haul symptoms. 
Isn't, isn't there another word? I can't remember. They're but called, anyway, they're called long haulers. The long haulers, like truck drivers. Yeah, it's <laughs> a weird thing that they. It doesn't never really. That. That's what truck drivers. That's pretty good long haulers. That is very strange. But the point is that it, they are just autoimmune symptoms, just like all of these other autoimmune right. conditions that people are experiencing. Right. Metabolic syndrome. They look just like it. Yeah, they're just the same, and that's and it's exactly what Doctor Ducat has just explained is why they're experiencing this. Um, so we just wanted to address that because they're making it sound like you will have this forever, you know, terrible symptoms, but you can turn it around. We're actually going to, we're doing two podcasts today. As you can see, the setup is completely different than normal. (laughs) And it's because we have three people. That's the first time uh, we've done that in a long time with the video. But anyway, uh, we have a patient coming in later today to do another podcast with us. And she is somebody that has actually had the shot. And um, she's healing just as fast as everyone else, so we're going to be interviewing her on that. But I also wanted to uh, inject the fact that there are a lot of different autoimmune symptoms, and they're all they can relate to the nervous system, they can relate to the glandular system, uh, type two diabetes, they can relate to the joints. The difference is is what kind of protein has been artificially introduced into the blood. What does it look like? Different types of protein, like, for example, some of the coatings on the lipoproteins on the bacterium uh, that could seep in through leaky gut and create an immune targeting of that looks an awful lot like maybe some uh, central nervous system tissue, but not the thyroid. So maybe that particular immune reaction or, or body antibody will go after the neurological. And that's why you get neurological autoimmunity. It all depends on the, the look of the protein that is being introduced. Uh, whether it be a shot, because the reason why they, they give uh, the shot a vaccination, they don't take it orally because that allows the body to decide do we want this in or not. And the body will reject it every time because it's not food. It is a, it is a compound. It is a bug. And it says we do not want you in the body. That's why they bypass the gut system and they put it directly in to force a reaction of your body to react to this. Yeah. And that's with any... Yes, any, any vaccination. Any, any that's, vaccination that's why they, they work. I mean, that's the idea behind them. And the, and the other, the nice thing, too, is that it is, as far as food, a bacteria in the gut, uh, toxins in the gut, things like this, it is all about the leaky gut. If you can resolve that, and it can be resolved, you can resolve that. You cut off that barrier. You stop the immune system from looking, from getting those particular proteins seeping directly in without the cell's permission uh, to come in. And some of the, you might have reactions to some very healthy foods, and they will definitely be back on the menu. But first of all, you've got to heal that leaky gut. And then, since inflammation and immune response does not automatically shut off the minute you stop introducing those proteins or those antigens, you got to give it a lot of time. What I've always said about the immune system is like a flywheel. You can get it going and then stop stop it, and it doesn't come to a stop right away. It just keeps going, keeps going. Uh, there is a point, but this is usually decades after having an immune response or having your immune system look for a particular protein that's just always coming in, uh, that there's no going back. It, it, even if you stop that or heal the gut, it'll continue to produce these. But that is a rare case because it takes decades of uh, immune assault in order to create that. Most of the time, it takes several months to get it to actually calm down. 
The other asterisk with that is, is that if you've done very well and you've calmed things down and the body in, in essence is going, okay, I'm not going to look for that dairy protein anymore. I think we're okay. Everybody settle down. We don't need to go crazy anymore. And then you bring it back one more time. They'll come back with a vengeance. So you have to be very careful of that. Well, that's the other thing I was thinking while you were talking about that is not only do you need to heal the leaky gut and, you know, bring your body back into balance, but you also have to address, like we always say, what has caused this in the first place? <laughs> because also if you don't uh, address that, like the two glasses of the milk, uh, you're just going to develop leaky gut again anyway, right. or like. Dr. Duquette just said, your body's going to immediately recognize that again. Mm -hmm. So you have to do both. You have to address both. And that's, again, what um, a lot of even functional practitioners don't do. They focus on healing the gut and that type of thing, but but they don't necessarily focus on diet, lifestyle, environment, and yeah. changing your habits. Um, and you have to do both. Yeah, your lifestyle definitely caused the issue, so you have to change your lifestyle to resolve the issue. You can't just think of it as a, a short-term Band-Aid or fix, because then you're going back to how conventional medicine works. Right, and that comes, I mean, if, you know, any of you that have been listening to us or watching us or reading our books, anything, we're always talking about how 95% of all these chronic conditions, including autoimmune, is diet, lifestyle, and environment. 5% is genetics, Right. Remember, you can turn it on or off like a light switch, epigenetics. So that's exactly what we're talking about. Um, and we're seeing a lot of, probably 95, 98% of our practice is autoimmunity. It, it's, it's pushing, banging right up on 100%. And it's getting, especially in our area here, it's getting younger and younger. Uh, the conditions that used to come into my office 20 years ago, you know, they, it, they'd start about in their upper 30s, early 40s. Now I'm seeing them in their teens. And if this pattern continues, uh, it'll be into their under 10 years old. They're going to start noticing these changes because uh, the, the issues with leaky gut and, and our food sourcing, our environment, uh, our stress levels is just creating this perfect storm of an autoimmune problem globally. And so there are answers to it. And, and don't accept from anybody when they say, well, these things just happen to some people. And there's nothing you can family. do about it. You, you, you eat whatever you want to eat. There, there's no evidence of, of that. And, and you know, the pharmaceutical companies are not going to fund a research to find out if controlling your diet can take care of this uh, autoimmunity. They're not going to fund that because that's going to cut the legs off of Humira. And Humira is one of the yeah, I huge to make sure medications you that. Uh, that is designed to actually, the, uh, the medical approach is not to resolve the underlying issue. The medical approach is to neutralize the immune system. Boy, that sounds like a good idea. Right. Let's just, we don't know what's actually causing it, nor do we really want to find out. So let's, let's just give them a strong drug that they have to stay on the rest of their life. Well, you, that may buy you some symptomatic relief, but it's going to, what's it going to do with your immune system if suddenly it's called into to fight another infection or called into uh, thwart off some uh, cancer cells that are growing. You need a robust immune system. You just don't want don't want one that's overreacting all the time. Immune systems are supposed to come in, find a problem, treat it, fix it, go back and regroup and re-strengthen. But if you're talking about dietary immune issues. And you're eating that same, you're eating those same scrambled eggs day after day after day, and your body's already tagged that. 
the immune system never gets a break. It never gets a break and, and it wears down. And we, we see that a lot. Uh, one of the measurements that we do in our, in our one of our testing is secretory IgA, which is the first line of defense, immune defense, in all mucosal membranes, such as the gut, the nose, uh, the lungs. We see that a lot being very low, which means it's been fighting a battle and losing. Because whether the battle be an infection in the gut, whether the battle be a toxin, or whether the battle be a food allergy that is tagged that you continually eat. Yeah. So that's and then, why. And what? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to say uh, that's why we do uh, in the clinic in the past we've done extensive testing on food allergies to find out okay which ones are there. It doesn't mean they're off the menu forever. Remember, we can heal the leaky gut, and then they're back on. They're fine. Right. And remember that our foundational program is based on years of these test results like Dr. Duquette is talking about and seeing similarities and commonalities and patterns and things. Um, and that's why it works without testing too, because we yep. assume you have leaky gut and we assume that you have um, these issues that he's talking about. But um, I was just going to add too that, sorry, I'm just as usual. Uh, I just wanted to mention, because he said something about Humira, but that Humira is one, and there are other, um, like ivermectin, that we're not really supposed to mention now. Yeah. Uh, There's not a lot of words in this one. I don't know if YouTube's going to like it. Yeah, so we'll, <laughs> we'll find out. Uh, but um, they are all immune suppressors, so they basically turn off your immune system. That's what he was saying. So you don't have an immune system for anything else that you would need it for. So it stops overreacting because it stops working. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So keep that in mind. And even though it is, uh, it may give you some temporary relief, 100% of the time it is temporary. Because while, while you're enjoying this temporary relief of symptoms that you're having, uh, the condition, because you haven't addressed the root causes, is continually getting worse and worse and worse. Until inevitably, you're going to get to the point 10, 15 years down the road where no stronger medication or no dosage of the current medication is helping. You can't control the symptoms anymore because it has gotten that bad. And that's when the doctor looks at you and says, there's nothing more I can do for you. And he's right. You've gone way past the point. So the idea here, here is understand its relationship to the digestive tract. And the digestive tract is basically a bunch of one cell layer of tightly packed cells, and it's supposed to be that way. But the minute you start bringing in long-term chronic stress, uh, com combined with a standard American diet, which is always inflammatory, uh, leading to dysbiosis, which is uh, the imbalance of the microbiome of the, uh, the intestinal tract, bringing in pathogens, you're creating this perfect storm. These cells start to get inflamed, they open right up, and now anything is coming down the alimentary canal whether it be food, whether it be toxin, whether it be bacteria, virus, fungi, will have the opportunity to seep in and yet and let the body tag it also and its protein. And if that happens enough, it's going to start looking for other proteins elsewhere in your body. Uh, the other thing when we're talking about, just briefly, I feel like I'm talking too much, too, but, uh, <laughs> That's okay. is, is, is gluten. Gluten is called gluten because it's sticky. Uh, as gluey, there's there's a component of gluten called uh, transglutamase, microbial transglutamase. This is what holds chicken McNuggets together. This is what they use in high-end steak places to take cheaper cuts of meat and glue them together to make it look like one nice piece of meat. Uh, it, it, is, uh, it is what they use to put artificial crab meat together and stuff. Uh, that is very sticky substance. 
And if you have leaky gut and you have a reaction to this, that gluten with this, this particular portion of it, this, trans, this microbial transglutamase, it will stick to joints. It will stick to your knees. It will stick to your shoulder. And so the immune system sees it there on the joints and says, you shouldn't be here, and sets it up for destruction. Well, there's always collateral damage. And that collateral damage is called arthritis. There is a relationship between specific bugs, leaky gut, specific digestive inhabitants uh, that are similar to some of the joints uh, that, that when they seep in, they tend to attach to the joints and they're related to like rheumatoid arthritis. Uh, it's very common for that. I think Klebsiella or Morganella are a couple of the ones that are related to that. And so the key is, is that if you want to take care of your arthritis, that particular autoimmunity, go back to the gut, heal the gut, heal the gut. And what's the third thing? Heal the gut. And then take out what caused it in the first place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't forget that piece. Yeah. Um, I was going to mention, too, that uh, if you have an autoimmune condition, and remember, an autoimmune condition is just a collection of symptoms that a doctor has now labeled, you know, put a label on to give you a name for that autoimmune condition but they always come in pairs or triplets Mm -hmm. so if you have one if you're not experiencing or haven't been diagnosed with another one you either have one coming up behind that one or you know you at least have two they always come together that's one of the questions that i ask a lot of patients in, uh, in the past i'd say do you recall a traumatic event uh this could have been physical emotional chemical just a traumatic event that after this all these symptoms started to develop. And with, with the, the young ladies, we used to say, you know, I was doing fine up until the birth of my second child. Well, and after one. that, oh, everything just fell apart. I don't know what happened. Now, what that tells me as a clinician is that her immune system was really busy fighting something, food allergies, infection, toxicity, really busy. But it was below the threshold, clinical threshold. It was below symptoms. So she didn't even know what was going on. All her system needed was one more, all her immune system, inflammatory system needed was one more duty, one more job to do. And having a baby is is a big demand on on the immune system of the mother. And that set her over into clinical. In other words, now she's symptomatic. And so that's how you can tell one of the reasons it's autoimmunity. The other reason is that the symptoms seem to wax and wane. They seem to come and go. They're here for a while, then they're gone for a while. And that is all related to the immune system, uh, whether or not it's getting a reprieve for a short period of time, whether it's trying to regroup and then coming back again. Uh, That's why it tends to wax and wane a little bit like that. But those are two very common characteristics of all autoimmunity. And that's that body burden I was going to say boot camp, <laughs> body burden, total, you know, threshold bucket that we draw all the time. Yeah. We're always talking about that's exactly what that is. So just one more drip comes in. And we've seen that a lot for some reason I have this week with people I've been talking to of going back to their job. Now, all of a sudden, all their symptoms are back. So it's not necessarily something physical. It can be something like going back to a job or. Well, we also know that or, that stress you know, leaky gut is, is always with us. It's very transient at times. You could have it for a couple of days and it'll be gone. Uh, but stress is one of the things that really brings it on. Stress and antibiotic therapies really are, are two of the worst yeah. assaults that cause leaky gut. 
Well, if you're undergoing stress, then you're getting leaky gut right away, and now your body is starting to react to the inhabitants of the digestive tract. And so that's why your symptoms tend to get tend to get worse under stress. That's a good example of why it's so hard to figure this out on your own, too, because there are so many things that come into play and affect mm-hmm. this um, that you just can't even figure it out. Right. And it's so important to understand all of this background um, so that you can make the changes to live that healthy lifestyle. Because a lot of times people say, well, I've been healthy my whole life. I wasn't sick before this started happening. But like we explained, you were, you just weren't noticing it. It was something that was always happening. So you didn't see it as a symptom or it was just below that threshold. So you just didn't consciously, you know, take note of it. So you can think that you were healthy. My lifestyle was fine. I can go back to it because I was healthy. It's just the one thing. So you have to understand all of these root causes so that you can really understand what you need to do to stay healthy and well. Right. That's why our system is so awesome. You don't even have to think about it. You just do everything (laughs) as it's laid out and then you get better. Um, I did want to ask you about, though, the results you've seen in the clinic. You know, we talk about this all the time, that you know, the body is miraculous if you just take away the interference. So he's been doing this for a long time, working with these people with autoimmune. And you definitely can turn it around. I mean, like yeah, you said, it, don't let anyone tell you you can't. No, it, it doesn't matter how long you've had it. I don't care whether you're 9 or 90 years old. Uh, it, it, it really doesn't matter. The best thing, the, the best opportunity you have to get your health back is to remove those obstacles in your, the way of your health and with what we what we do with the lab test and just experience that we've used here is we know what what we bring in. Right? If you if you view your immune system as an army that is working on your behalf, you want to make sure it's got enough ammunition. And so if you're deficient in certain nutrients and that's its ammunition and certain protein, we want to make sure you get all that. So as it's rebuilding and regrouping and strengthening for the first time, probably in a long time, it has all the raw material to do it. The real doctor here is you. The real doctor is built right in. We're, we're, just, we're just the supply chain. We just bring in stuff or take away stuff. And what you and what we have found in the, in the clinic and, and through, through the boot camp and just putting this whole, this whole plan together, we have found that what you take away is more important than what you bring in. So if I were to choose to do one or the other, give you certain supplements or a certain diet or certain whatever, I would probably prefer to say, well, let's take away those things that are damaging. Like, for example, if you had a standard American diet, which is not very good, and I say, well, you know something, you can stay on that, and I'm going to give you a whole bunch of good vegetables, organic and fresh vegetables, that's going to do you no good. You've got to remove the bad stuff first. That's the most important thing to do. And that's where you get the – that's why uh, a lot of – when we have – a one of the first things we do is a, is a bone broth fast, a good two or three day bone broth fast. That is wonderful for giving your cells the nutrition that they need, but eliminating any possibility, any potential inflammatory agent, any potential immune eliciting agent in there. And it just gives the body a big exhale. It just relaxes. It's like, oh, okay, I don't have to deal with that food allergy. I don't have to deal with that problem or this problem. I can just relax now. Uh, and then that paves the way for everything else that we do through the program. Yeah. Well, that was mainly, we just wanted to explain about autoimmunity, um, which you did a good job. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> We're happy that he came on. And then just to let everybody know, you know, we 
we've talked about this before, but there is hope. You you can totally turn this around, but you have to make first choice to do it. You know, that's the that's the one thing we can't do. We have the answers, like you said, it's your own innate immune system um, and innate intelligence of your body. But without the first action step of you making that choice, yeah. um, you're not going to get better. So that's the first step is just deciding that this is the time for you. And the the people that we, we've noticed over the years that that do the best are the ones that decide, OK, for this short period of time, for this four or six months that I'm going to be spending with uh, working with these people, it's all about me. I'm not going to take on any more extra duties it's because I'll be there for you when I'm done healing myself. But they really eat, breathe, and drink what we tell them to do. And if we give them 10 things to do, they do 12 of them. They are this dedicated to it. It's the ones that go and say, well, I, you know, they kind of, they dabble in and say, well, yeah, I changed this, but I didn't change it. I wasn't ready to do that. They don't do as well, obviously. If you're going to do five of the 10 things we ask you to do, you're going to get half better. And so, but if you do 10 and then you ask for more and you do better, the people that really give themselves, this is going to date me, their Calgon time. Remember the Calgon <laughs> commercial where the lady is sitting in the bathtub and she, you know, the kids are off with their dad or whatever. And she just, they, she's just relaxing. This is your Calgon time. This is all about you. Get people around you that are supporting you. And let's get the job done, get it done, do it once, do it right, and then fire all of your doctors at the end of the care, including me. <laughs> right. Because yeah. you won't need us anymore. No. Well, actually, that's not true. Uh, it, it is always good uh, not to get on a bandwagon or anything, but uh, always in a program. We, we, we've always been open to, we get calls from patients that have graduated, if I can say it that way. Years later, they call up. They're, they're on the community. They're they're uh, the online community. They're asking questions. They call me and they ask for my advice. We're always here, so it's a it's never a goodbye once you once you decided you're going to take this road because there are still stumbling blocks and, and a couple of years down the road you might need some advice and that's what we're here for. Right. Yes. So we thank Dr. Duquette for coming on today. Hopefully, this helped answer any questions. Uh, those of you that are going through PHP program or you are a certified PHP, um, you're you're doing the same thing. So it's a very exciting topic. So thank you. Thank you for having me. Hopefully he'll come again. <laughs>